Welcome back to Off Mic on Lakeshore Public Radio. I'm Michael Puente. The music that is playing should sound very familiar, especially if you're a fan of West Side Story, the 1961 film that captured 10 Oscars and launched actors like Natalie Wood and Rita Moreno into superstardom is back on the silver screen again. But it's a new version. Boy, that kind of gives you a goosebump just listening to that. The new version that's coming out already. It's in, already in the theaters today as of, I think, Thursday night, midnight. Uh, joining me to talk about the new movie and the old movie and what it all means and how excited people are about this are two voices that are familiar here on Lakeshore Public Radio. Dee Donson, my producer for Off Mic and producer reporter extraordinaire at at Lakeshore Public Radio. Hey, Dee, how are you? Hey, Mike, how are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. And Larry Breckner, host of Art on the Air at Lakeshore Public Radio. How are you doing, Larry? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Michael. And Yvette Flores, a big fan of West Side Story who lives in one of the Northwest burbs over there. How are you doing, Yvette? Fine. Thanks, Mike. Uh, thanks for having me here. No problem. No problem. Uh, thank you for, for joining us. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, talk to folks about this movie so when before we get we get started um larry you know you've got a whole background in um in 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 film and everything why don't you tell us um you were you were talking a little bit how how west side story sort of like was like a new genre of movie when it first came out in 1961 uh, talking about musical theater in this history, like uh, the Roger and Hammerstein formed what was called the narrative form, where they brought together choreography, a story, and the music emanated out of the story. What happened with West Side Story uh, was the next step, where the director was all the director was the, also the choreographer and kind of created with Jerome Robbins, who actually conceived the original project, became a director choreographer. So that whole thing became a unity, and the score was different from Leonard Bernstein in that it was actually what we might call a symphonic score. And he actually wrote the score before they brought young Stephen Sondheim on to do lyrics, which is not exactly how you collaborate with two different people. And quite frankly, uh, Stephen Sondheim was recommended by Oscar Hammerstein. He was a protege of him. And he didn't really want to get on the project because he didn't want to be known as just a lyricist. He wanted to be a composer lyricist, which eventually he became. So West Side Story sort of changed the whole genre. And I'm talking about the Broadway production uh, and, and how that evolved. And it actually, if you look at the history of it, Jerome Robbins conceived of it in like 1949 called Gangway, I think was his original concept. And it was actually called East Side Story. Then later, it was about the Jewish people and about the people that uh, uh, and, and the Catholics and the con the gang conflict they had, but then later, as uh, the 1950s evolved, the Puerto Ricans and the existing immigrants there—that's the basis of the story. So that's kind of the so, history. But of when West the Side story. when the movie came out, how you know what were you doing around that time? How old were you, and how did it how did it change you? How you saw film? Well, it, the movie came out in 1961, so I was only six years old. Uh, but I was well aware of the music. I didn't actually probably see it when it first came out. I saw it years later. Uh, but yeah, I was well aware of the music. And of course, with my theater background, 
ironically, I've never done the show either as a lighting designer or a director, but I'm extremely familiar. But the film was a really good adaptation and only made minor changes, one of which was uh, I think United Artists who did the film expanded the orchestra from a pit orchestra to this multi-piece, which Leonard Bernstein wasn't happy about. And of course they changed some of the people, the Carol Lawrence who was on Broadway, they felt was too old for the film. Uh, Natalie Wood, who sang the Maria character, actually was voiced by Marnie Nixon. Uh, they wanted younger faces on there. So some of the people sure. that were in the Broadway production did not come onto the film production uh, and everything. But it was, look, if you look at the, uh, the awards that it got in terms of, I mean, it just about took every category of Academy Award, either nomination, but it took, mm -hmm. I think, 10 awards. It was truly land-breaking, and it made a huge amount of money back in 1961 as a film. Well, Dee, how did you... Um... What was your initial reaction when you first saw the original West Side Story? Um, well, you know, we've talked about this a lot. I, I love musicals. Um, I love the theater, and I absolutely loved it. I, you know, every dancing, every song, even the, um, well, I guess not spoiling. I'm not spoiling it because it's been out for so long, but even the, the violence, and I hate to say the violence was great, but even, you know, the, the violent sure. scenes when um, the stabbing occurred, you know, every moment I was literally at the edge of my seat because I loved it so much. And Yvette, as, as a fan of the, the movie, when did you first see it and what was um, I, I, what was your reaction? Well, uh, the first time I saw it, I was in my 20s and this was back in the 90s. OK, and uh, being Puerto Rican and seeing that, you know, this was supposed to be like a representation and I mean, I love the music and the dancing and and everything was great. But then, you know, it kind of gave me a glimpse of what it was like to be a Puerto Rican in New York back in in that time period. So it's like, wow, you know, facing discrimination and all this and all this other stuff. So, yeah. You know. So what do you what are your what are your thoughts as this new version of the movies coming out? Now, I mean, I. I'm, truth be told, and I just mentioned this before we got on the air here, mm -hmm. that I the very I just saw West Side Story, the original one, the very first time just last weekend, <laughs> yeah. and then I seen it like two or three more times because I just was fell in love you with it. Right. But I, you know, I was I was very aware of the music um, when I was at the in Indiana University. Our marching band actually had a West Side Story halftime show that was really cool. Oh wow! So I, I was well aware of the the music and and, and Rita Moreno, of course, mm -hmm. but I've never seen the film, and I was taken aback by you know the racism, yeah. the the, mm -hmm. the the violence. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, I'm sure there are people, maybe maybe one or two other people in the world who haven't seen it who are my age. <laughs> but um, but if you haven't seen it, I would I would recommend it. But do you think what they had in that original movie can be translated into the new one? Because some of it feels like generationally, some mm. folks may have a problem with that. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll say hmm. that. I think Steven Spielberg is probably the one director that can actually do that with the topics that he's tackled throughout the years. And this is, they're actually using the 1959 Broadway show as the basis. And they work with Sondheim in, in the, some of the general input on that, uh, I think he will recreate. I mean, they spent $100 million, is estimated, on this film. So wow. uh, mm -hmm. so they, they, they've spent a lot of money on it. 
And uh, I saw the ABC special, I think it was, uh, mm -hmm. about the making of the film. So I got a little, little insight into some of the creative process of that. And uh, I, I really think the adaptation will be true to form, what people want, but I think it will be a spectacular thing. And what was funny, a question came up about Spielberg, said, well, you've never directed a mu movie musical. And he said, well, think of back to Indiana Jones and uh, I can't remember the second, uh, the one film where he did a whole production number in it. The Temple and, uh, of Doom. Temple of Doom. And, and, <laughs> right, and he right. So he says, well, I sort of done that. He says, this is a natural extension. And the other thing is they're while they're following the guideline of Jerome Robbins choreography, there is sort of a, you know, a reinterpretation of the choreography. It's going to be bigger and probably more dynamic. And because of the filming technique, which, by the way, Steven Spielberg is one of the few people that actually still use film and not digital. And I think you're going to see a spectacular uh, reinventing of how the choreography is even bigger and better. So, Larry, Larry, let me ask you one other thing. When you say they're going to use the original Broadway stage production as the basis for the movie, how does that differ from what the 1961 film did? Mm -hmm. Well, I think by going back to the source material and then they can reimagine it. I don't Spielberg, I don't think, wanted to just take the film, the 61 mm -hmm. film, and then redo a film. I think he wanted to go back to that and then come up with a whole new uh, um, screenplay, which he did. And uh, I, I, that's it. One of the big changes from, you know, musically in from the uh, Broadway show is that Steve, uh, Sondheim didn't like the order of a couple songs. Uh, Officer Krupke and uh, uh, um, Cool, he actually liked it, trains them. They put Officer Krupke into Act One in the Broadway. It was in Act Two after the, uh, before the gang, or after the gang fight. And he switched those because he felt the order was more in line with it so uh in the film sondheim actually influenced the change and i haven't seen the film so i don't know if they've kept that the order of the songs that way so right right uh, yvette um let me ask you this am i overdoing it in my concern that will they be able to take some of the the conflict some of the racism um and actually, there was a couple of terms in there, like almost uh, LGBTQ things yeah. that may come out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Am I worrying too much about this, that today's audiences will be able to accept that in this new movie? I I think they would, because um, it's not it's it, it'll be like sort of kind of an update, I guess, from the original movie. I'm assuming because, again, I don't I have no idea what Spielberg did with with the movie, but. I, I trust his judgment and, you know, he's he's done pretty well with, you know, his other films and capturing the details and that sort of thing. So, uh, I, I don't, I honestly, I don't. What I do you think, think as, because we know Puerto Ricans are already Americans and throughout the original movie, mm -hmm. they talk about immigrants, immigrants. We say, well, mm. Puerto Ricans aren't immigrants, they're Americans. Right. But do you think they'll tone that the accuracy of that down a little bit? Well, I think they uh, with Spielberg. I think he would do that. Mm. I think he he totally would because you know, uh, it, you know, you it know. felt to me though back that that back then diff different time. I get it, not right. judging, but that right. people were less concerned about that. It's like Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, who care? You're all immigrants and just whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. So. Um, and yet the well, story in the and yet the story in context, I think, is important to identify in that period even in the new film mm -hmm. that this race and racism exists they they regarded puerto ricans mm -hmm. as an other and i think that's important mm -hmm. and when you think about it the people they were fighting with were also 
immigrants they were just here a little bit before them they were like generally polish and eastern european and things so it's kind of interesting that the immigrants who've been here a little bit longer were now against the puerto ricans who just got there and mm -hmm. i think that's an important teaching moment too you know in musical form i think musicals can really teach and west side story can't so i hope they don't tone it down too much uh because i think that's an important lesson in the context of what it is when I was seeing the original movie, what I caught was the the and I for, forgive me, you probably know the name of the officer, the the guy who was the, not Officer Krupke, but the other sort of detective who was uh, the hard nosed guy. Where oh yeah, um, uh, can't think of it oh, off hand. I know we're all struggling to remember. Um, Shrank, Shrank. Okay, Shrank. Uh, don't say Shrank. Uh, you know I'm really good friends with Yvette's uh, husband Bob, and he'll get a kick out of that word Shrank. It's an in, inside joke yes. from high school. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, at the same time, um, he said some remarks that were kind of uh, where you had the you know the sharks and the jets, where the the white kids thought they were sort of like the Native Americans, but then the cop got really. He was like, no, nah, you guys are like just used the term Polak at one time. Right. Wow. And it's just like he oh, really yeah. turned it on them. Wow. You know, so yeah. it's just like you're picking up all these yeah. things that I've are like. I never picked that up before. I never thought yeah. about that before. So, Me so D, what do you, you know, and I, you know, before we, yeah. I, there's so many things I want to talk about this film. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. how, how do you think, I mean, are you excited about this new film that's coming out? Yes and no. So we talked a little bit off the air and I just. Mm -hmm gave just a three-word um, answer when you said that this was your first time seeing the 1950-whatever um, mm -hmm. adaptation of the film, and I said you should not have done that. Mm -hmm. um, only because if you are pure, if you love the original film, and especially I didn't realize until Larry just said it that the Steven Spielberg adaptation is based on the, a Broadway production, not mm -hmm. the film, mm -hmm. which would be different. And so, and you said you've seen it what four times now, three times. <laughs> yeah. So your mind, your heart, twenty-four hours span. I'm not. I'm not kidding. And you will look at the new. At least for me, this is the way I am. I would look at any interpretation, any mm -hmm. adaptation of something that I love, with the lens of the original. And so, and I, Steven Spielberg, he's awesome. He's done wonderful, mm -hmm. wonderful films. But I am just afraid that if I look at it, this new adaptation with that lens. I probably will not enjoy it as much. Yeah, there are some great updates, some great changes. You know, you talked a little bit about race, um, and we ta mm -hmm. tagged a little bit about um, the LGBTQ community. Well, so I did some digging and reading about the new adaptation, and I saw that the character, um, I believe the character's name was Anybody, was a tomboy mm -hmm. in the original film. Well, in, right. in this new adaptation, uh, Anybody is actually a transgendered actor. I think that's wonderful. I think that's great. I think it does something great for, as your question earlier was about, how does um, the film kind of fit into today's, mm -hmm. you know, the culture? Right, because there's a, to, there's a scene in there where they're all running and they're, you know, they're scrambling. And one of the guys looked at the tomboy and says, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, mm -hmm. let the freak talk. And it's like, mm. I, I, I just can't see today's audience might cringe at that. And, and that could be oh, why yeah. that character was changed from a tomboy, mm -hmm. quote unquote. It was a, a girl who was a tomboy to transgender. Because can you imagine a film in 2021, that line being used? Right. I mean, there are many oh, oh. other controversies with the original <laughs> as well as this one. But can you imagine that? Right. That would be horrible. And yet, 
And yet that's a great way to update that particular character, Mm -hmm. even though the film is still set in that general time zone. It's not a modern film. It's still set in the late 50s in in terms of that. And so I think what I think what updates you'll see in this are going to be more creative. And and back to what Dee was talking about, the 1961 film was strongly based on the Broadway production. So they're not may may not be that big of departure. Uh, from the 61 version in the 2021 version. I think that was it. And I think this film, if I'm not mistaken, has been in the can for a while. Sure. Spielberg sat on it because he wanted to make it have a theatrical release. He didn't want right. to release this uh, just online mm-hmm. and to, for streaming. Now, let me ask you this, Larry or Yvette or D. have you uh-huh. been to the movies lately? And if you haven't, will this movie get you to go to the movies? Yes, it will. Uh, it may be a little while. Um, <laughs> I mean, but uh, yeah, I, we, we have not been real recently. I think it's been about, uh, I forget what we went through. So, But it's been like months before, before we went to see a live theatrical release. You know, depending on the loop of how COVID's doing, you know, I think, oh, it's getting better. And then all of a sudden you're coming up and you're just trying to be cautious. But yeah, I may not go, I may not go in the opening night of this only because of don't want to be around a big crowd, but I definitely would rather see this on the big screen. I think this is the kind of film that you want to see on a big screen. And what I ab- agree. What about you, Yvette? Uh, is this something, have you been to the movies lately? Uh, the last time I was in a theater was the, was when uh, the, oh, what's the name of the movie? The Suicide Squad. And it was because um, it was in its final run on IMAX. So oh, usually, okay. you know, we, 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 would, we try to go to a movie when it's in its final run where you know that there's not a lot of people. Right. So right. now, will this make me go? Um, I'd like to say probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it would depend on when it's playing and if there's a lot of people. You know, it's kind of like what I did with the other movie, which is to see... You know, when it's phasing out, when it's in the final days of the theater, then that's when I would go. Okay, I'm going to get, just give me a score from 1 to 10. How much do do you love the original movie, D? 11. Larry? <laughs> I would have to say it's a 10. And I, I, I think it was it was well constructed back then. Uh, so I, I would give it a 10. What about you, Yvette? Uh, 9. A nine, a nine. I, I'll give it a ten. Um, but let me. The reason I ask that: Can you see the new movie eclipsing that and now replacing the old with the new? And like when you say, "I want to see West Side Story," your mind will say the new one, or like now nah, I'm gonna go back to the old one. Hmm. Uh, for me, I don't. I haven't seen it, so hmm. I think it's probably unfair for me to say. But knowing how my mind operates, I don't think that I will enjoy the adaptation as much as the original but that's just that's how i am mm-hmm. it's just my personality i'm sure it'll well, be great you know, mm-hmm. and there's 60 years of difference between that film and you know the the technology the filmmaking techniques alone uh, even even the color is going to be better even though it was mm-hmm. originally shot in te- technicolor right the technicolor technique has improved so dramatically so i mean it should be a very eye-popping experience there so what about you, Yvette? Could you see the new one eclipsing your love for the old one? Well, I, I think probably. Because, <laughs> um, you know, uh, like I said, I, it would be great to see certain aspects of the film being updated, you know, um, to, you know, maybe tone down on some of the some of the stuff that, you know, again, it, it, it hits me different because I'm Puerto Rican. Right. Grew mm-hmm. up in New York. Mm-hmm. And my parents, you know, 
came from Puerto Rico during that time, you know, the, the Gran Migración, as they called mm-hmm. it. So it hits me different, you know? Well, th- now that you mentioned that, there's another movie that maybe obviously not on par as West Side Story, but a movie that came out over the summer, uh, In the Heights, which is based mm-hmm. on uh, Dominican and Puerto Ricans in New York City, in Washington Heights, that got kind of panned because yes. they say it wasn't diverse enough. I went to go see it. I'll be honest. I love the movie. I still love it because um, I I don't see how much more diverse it couldn't be. But that's just my viewpoint. Um, Yvette, did you get a chance to see that movie? Not yet. And mm-hmm. I, I, I read the reason mm-hmm. that it got hit with that was because mm-hmm. they, you know, they didn't have what they felt like enough Afro-Puerto Rican or Afro-Latino representation, which I fall in that category of Afro-Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, so again, I haven't seen it, so I can't judge. Right, right, right. right. Until I see it for myself, but but that's what they got, they got panned for because of the representation or not enough representation of the Afro-Puerto Rican community. So. Can you see, Larry, this movie, um, uh, a segment of people not enjoying it just because they might feel it's um, uh, maybe cultural misrepresentation or anything like that? I would hope not in my heart of hearts, but in in our kind of the society in which we live where everyone is, gets upset about one thing or another, that very well could happen. And I, I, I would hate to say that, but, you know, it's a possibility. But I, I think if you look at it in terms of the context of the 1950s of what it's represented, mm-hmm. and, of course, I know friends of mine, uh, people that I know that just don't like musicals. They don't like the concept of a musical where, mm-hmm. of course, people that don't know me, you know, I break out in a song all the time, but <laughs> as a normal thing. But, but I mean, you know, people think, well, you don't, you know, when you're watching a production, you don't just break it out in a song and dance. And, and so some people just don't like musicals for mm-hmm. that reason. So that may be part, part of it. As far as a cultural thing or societal view of it, there may not be some people who like to look at that kind of conflict or that type of uh, racism that existed mm-hmm. there. But, Nevertheless, musicals can teach. Musicals are strong. You know, uh, right. I always take the line from Sondheim's later musical: mm-hmm. uh, "Careful the things you say, people will listen." You know, uh, children will listen. You know, people careful what you say. So, you know, sometimes musicals really can be a vehicle by which we teach. Hey, uh, so Mike, to your question about if thinking will this movie kind of isolate or um, certain viewers? Mm-hmm. So, I was reading that half of the film is in Spanish. Right, um, oh. which to me is fine. To me, it sounds just like the community in that time. But mm-hmm. I think that some people, and it doesn't have subtitles. Right. <laughs> so you I would need go to go out there and learn some Spanish. Learn some Spanish, <laughs> or myself and Yvette would have to go together so that she could translate yeah. for me. <laughs> this may be a silly thing to bring up about West Side but, Story, yeah. but I did see elements where there's no question in my mind someone like. Um, Michael Jackson must have been inspired by that movie because I saw elements of bad in there mm. and um, and beat it. <laughs> and beat it. I do see beat it. Yeah. I see beat it in the uh, whole yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, that, and Michael, that goes back to Jerome Robbins' influence on dance and choreography. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. He was a major force in, in the revision of not only 
the theatrical choreography, but dance all together. And uh, yeah, that's influenced, he's influenced generations of people in terms of the dance. So he, he, he is to that era what Bob Fosse is maybe just a little bit later, you know, in terms of mm -hmm. what happened with it. So sure. yeah, it, it definitely influenced dance besides musical theater. I mean, after that, you, you saw many more choreographer directors emerge that did both. And up to that point, it was mostly a separate job. There was a director and then there was a choreographer. Is it is it cool or does it help that the new movie also has um, um, the the great Rita Moreno in there? Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's really cool. Absolutely. She was in the original. It's really really cool. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, and they absolutely. what they did is they they made her they they fleshed out a character that replaces the Doc character, make it Doc's wife. So it had a continuity still with the past. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just a cameo. In fact, she said mm -hmm. she didn't want to do a cameo, mm -hmm. but they made an actual character for her oh. as Doc's wife that had the same kind of influence. So I think it'll be extraordinarily impactful. And if you watch that special about the making of this movie, uh, they interviewed her and it's and they put her together with the new actress who plays her role. And it's a, and it's kind of an amazing juxtaposition of uh, these you know, generation. I mean, the girl's probably young enough for your granddaughter or great-granddaughter, and just kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. But one thing uh, she said to her is, make this character your own. Don't make my character your character. And I thought that was great advice from right. Rita. Back in August, I uh, took a visit to New York City, and I, I regret not having seen this movie, West Side Story, before then, because that tenement housing that comes out right in the beginning, mm -hmm. that's still there. Is it? Right. It's I still there. Most of the, the it's still was there because it, it was near yeah. uh, Yankee Stadium, oh, and it's still there. It's, really? It's right there. And I'm like, if I would have known that, I was more interested in going to uh, Washington Heights to, <laughs> because of In the Heights. <laughs> because of In the Heights. You're right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, but uh, I, you know, well, you know, yeah. hopefully this movie uh, will strike a chord with everybody. And then, um, uh, but um, I want to thank everybody for joining me here on this conversation about the new West Side Story. It's been great. So thank you to Dee Donson, Larry Breckner, and Yvette Flores. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Thanks Michael, for having us. No problem. Thanks, and we'll be back with more Off Mind. Mm -hmm.